Welcome to Zappable, a phone soap podcast. We are here to create a path for better understanding of health and wellness. And after 10 years of experience in UVC disinfection, we are eager to take you on a journey that opens your mind to a new wavelength of learning. And today on our podcast, we have none other than Brandon Clark. Mm-hmm. He has been with Phone Soap for three years. Mm-hmm. And uh, what exactly is it that you do? Yeah, so I've been in logistics, so warehousing, third-party logistics, storage of product, moving product, transporting product, all of that. And that is very important because we are a e-commerce brand and we sell product online, mostly. Um, and that is very important for the health of a company to have someone like you who makes sure that stuff is going in and out when it needs to be. Um, so today it's going to be a pretty exciting episode. Um, what you brought it up, you said that uh, you had an idea for what we should talk about today. Uh, yeah. What exactly was that? Yeah, so I am a learner. I'm a student. I, I love to uh, pick up motivation, inspiration from all sorts of different sources. And uh, a source that came to my mind was uh, a person by the name of Mel Robbins. She's a, she, she has her own show. She has her own podcast based off on the Northeast uh, U.S., I want to say Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. But she has a, a palatable definition for confidence that really helped me to understand confidence better and to, you know, give me a little encouragement and courage of what it, what it takes to build confidence, which is super simple. Um, and her definition is a willingness to try. So, you know, just try and you're on your way. Like you are confident by trying and you're putting in that effort. Sweet. And so, yeah, so this, this is a good introduction to the different types of um, health and wellness things we're going to be talking about on this podcast. Uh, Of course, we are experts in UVC disinfection, um, but we also want to learn more about other ways to better ourselves and to be healthier, um, whether that's physical, mental, um, all aspects of our life. Um, so this, this will be really exciting to learn a little bit more about confidence because we can always use a little more confidence in our life. Um, but first I would like to go to some of the comments that we've had on some of our previous videos. Um, if you didn't know, we have a pretty big, uh, voice on social media, uh, mainly TikTok. We have quite a bit of followers on there and we have quite a bit of, uh, videos that have been seen by millions of people. Um, and with anything that goes viral, uh, you get lots of comments, lots of them, um, good and probably more of them are bad. Um, and so it's been really, really fun 
an interesting navigating through all these these comments. And we try to be as transparent as possible and to answer as many questions as we can. Um, of course, we can't get to all of them. Um, but mainly a lot of the ones that we get, uh, if you didn't know, the videos that we make on TikTok are about seeing how germy things are in in public spaces or everyday items that you use at home, um, things of this nature. And a lot of people, they leave comments like, oh, germs are everywhere. Uh, why should I care? <laughs> and uh, a lot of people have, have said that we're just making more people germaphobes. Um, and that obviously isn't our goal. Uh, and we... We have a different term. We don't like to call people germaphobes uh, because there's there's a stigma around that. Like people who are germaphobes are just overreacting and and things. But there there is an importance in knowing the germs that are around us and having awareness of the germs that are around us. So we like to use the term germ conscious. It's a little a little more uh it's it's softer than calling someone a germaphobe and we think it 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 portrays what our goal is a little bit better because we want people to to live healthier lifestyles we want them to make the best decisions for them and uh knowing what things around us have germs on them and which ones are good which ones are bad is important to us. So we want people to be more aware and germ conscious of their surroundings. And I try to comment sometimes on some of those um, replies, but can't get to all of them. We have thousands upon thousands of comments, um, but it doesn't mean that we don't see them. We do see them and we want to use all of our resources possible to answer some of these questions. So for those of you who are worried that, uh, that, uh, you're a germaphobe, a better, better term is germ conscious. So keep that one in mind. Um, and then you also had a, uh, question that you wanted to answer about, um, people were asking about what's the difference between UVA, UVB and UVC. Because UVC is what we focus on, because that's germicidal. Um, but can you explain the differences between those? Yes. So UVC is just a specific wavelength of UV light that can disrupt the DNA of what it touches. So the, the germs, bacteria, and viruses, it has the strong capability that when it's targeted, then it can disrupt the DNA. Mm -hmm. Whereas UVA, UVB, those ranges of UV light, they don't disrupt the DNA of, of germs. Yeah. And so like people know about UV light, it comes from the sun. Um, and so which, which, uh, wavelengths of light are attributed to germicidal ones? Is, is it just UVC or can UVA or B take part in that to some extent? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's interesting. I think it it's over a long period of time 
like UVC can accomplish it in a in a much more rapid time frame. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, so so get, getting down to the um, DNA has A's, T's, C's, and G's. Going back to biology, yeah, um, and the the T's when when those get disrupted, it's called a, a thymine dimer, and the the way that the DNA can repair, it can repair it easier when like UVA or UVB um, creates a thymine dimer, but UVC will just overwhelm the the DNA strand, and there's just too many thymine dimers that it overwhelms the the DNA and it more or less kills it. Sweet. And so, yeah, the sun does emit UVC as well. But luckily for us, we the have atmosphere. the atmosphere, the ozone, is preventing it from getting to us um, in a harmful way. Um, I know that some of it creeps through, um, but we are pretty much protected that way. Because UVC, although we use it to disinfect, it isn't something that you want it to get on your skin or your eyes. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, it's very effective. It does the job. Um, and and yeah, anything else you want to add about UVC? Mm-hmm. I think that, that hits it that as far as the, fun- the function goes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so that's another goal of ours with these comments is we want to bring better understanding of the science behind what we do and the science behind um, what UVC light really is. And uh, it's to bring more confidence to our consumers and um, and it gives me confidence too, like to know that we're doing our, we're doing our, uh, our studies here and we, we're doing our homework. So um, yeah, bring, brings more confidence in myself as well which is a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today. Um, so yeah, so could, could you tell us more about um, that podcast that you were talking about, about having confidence? Yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's not so much about, you know, having confidence as much as it is taking a step of faith okay, and, and trusting in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, experiencing that trust to then I'm going to go try something new and then realizing, okay, I'm not going to be good at it, but with the consistency of uh, continually practicing and going at it, then you can effectively become good at it. Yeah. And, and confidence is, is not necessarily being good. Confidence is on the, the spectrum of did I try or did I not try? And knowing, like, if you've given it an effort, then you're you're well on your way to getting better and improving. And, uh, like, what what types of things can you do to improve your confidence? Yeah, I think have a little fun. You know, for, for me, I I tried doing the yo-yo. Okay. And you know, I as a kid, I. Um, you know, learn the sleep, sleep, the, and then walk the dog, um, rock the baby, 
mm-hmm. kind of those basic ones. But then I think it was like two years ago, I picked it up again and I was like, okay, I want to get a more advanced trick. I want to okay. see if I can, can learn that. And I, I learned the trapeze, which is like you, you throw the yo-yo on one finger and then you catch it on the string. And I was like, oh, it'd be so cool if I could figure out how to do that. And I just tried and eventually picked it up. But then it's like, those are basically the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Then I went and watched, you know, the, the world champion and, you know, they're just doing all these, these crazy things. Going crazy, just whipping 10 Wh- yo-yos whipping at once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I never got to that point, but, you know, I learned the trapeze and after that it got, it was, it was pretty hard and I didn't, I didn't stick with it. So, so like stepping out of your comfort zone is a big part of it. doing things that you didn't think you could do otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I mean, but it, it's kind of a catch 22 cause it's like, if, how do you know you can do it if you don't try? And, uh, but then when you do do it, you're like, Oh, I, I have more abilities than I thought I did. Well, it's, it's going up against that wall. Mm-hmm. It's like there's, you know, do you cave and just give in or do you stick with that wall for a little bit? Yeah. I know I know something that this isn't really like a skill I gained, but it, it did give me confidence. Um, I like uh, dared myself to go skydiving. And skydiving, like... It for a lot of people that's a really scary thing. It's a big jump, pun intended. Um, and I know, I know my friends who went with me. They were they were terrified because they're just like like what could happen? There's so many possibilities, so many things that could go wrong. Um, but I was just like I I just I really want to do this um, just to kind of cross it off my bucket list. And the scariest part was the plane ride up. Mm. So like the anticipation of, of getting up to the heights and thinking every possible scenario of what could happen once I get out of the plane. Um, that was always going through my mind. Um, and as soon as I got to the door and fell out, all of those, um, all of those fears kind of just disappeared. And it was, it was kind of, uh, comforting to know like, Hey, like I, I did this, this is such a scary thing, but I didn't back out. Um, and and for me personally, I think skydiving was a little anticlimactic because I was expecting to like see the ground just like flying towards me. Um, but by the time you're supposed to pull your chute, you're not, you're nowhere near the ground. <laughs> so like it really felt like I was just floating in, in, in space that entire time, just with a bunch of wind just blowing at me. Um, because by the time the earth was close enough, we already pulled the chute and just were gliding down. Um, but it was still exciting and um, just 
it gave me confidence to know like, Hey, I can, I can do hard things. And then sometimes when you do these hard things, it really wasn't that hard to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that story that the, the mind made up leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was definitely the terrifying. worst part. <laughs> the most terrifying part. And that happens with a lot of things that like we think, we think like we're going to be either embarrassed if we don't do something great or, um, if we're just really not going to be good. Um, there's so many different scenarios that get painted in our head that we need to ignore, um, for, for some aspects. Yeah. I think it's the, the flawless, the expectation to do, do it flawlessly, uh, versus the, you know, the progress. It's like, who do you become as a result of putting in that effort. Yeah. I I feel like um, social media um, is is one factor to make people not understand the work that actually goes into something. We always just see the end result. And we never see the work that goes into something. And so that makes us feel like we're not good enough because we didn't see all the hours of work that someone put in to and the doing that thing and the, and the things the that they failed at too. Cause like they failed at more things than they succeeded at when to get to that point. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Failure. Yeah. Our, Fail- the, I have a relationship with failure. Mm-hmm. Alan. What, what's the saying? It's like, it's like hurry up and, Oh, I can't remember. Fail what, fast, fail often. Yeah, it's it's along the same lines. It's like hurry up and fall, hurry up and fail. Yeah, I'm I'm still learning how to do that <laughs> myself. Yeah, but I, I can totally see the value in learning fast. It's mm-hmm. like the you know the most the the people that you see that end result that it's amazing. I think that's probably what they've mastered is the the fail and then learn from the failure. Mm-hmm. And I think a tendency I've had is to stay stuck in the failure and create, create that inner resistance that um, keeps you from learning and just letting go mm-hmm. and, and just moving forward. Not, not just in a naive way, but being conscious, looking at it saying, this is a specifically what I learned and I no longer have to, do things in that way. Mm-hmm. So the the podcast you're talking about is Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. Then you sent me a quote. Uh, who's this guy? Jim. Oh, Jim Rohn. Jim yeah, Rohn. he's a he's kind of like a seminar giver, okay. motivational speaker. Yeah. But he he says like in life it's not a matter of what you get; it's a matter of who you become. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that whole the journey aspect of who you're becoming that's that's the exhilarating aspect versus getting that end result it's like the end result is is all nice and fancy you 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 did something amazing but without the journey leading up to it that's it's not possible Mm -hmm. so like alex whoever free solo you know you know that one um, he, he, a bit extreme on, on the, the result. I would, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. A bit extreme, but 
there there was a you know a learning curve as well that he in some ways may have had genetic advantages for Mm -hmm. but it doesn't like it's still there's a lot of effort too that he put in Mm -hmm. so you can't discount the effort in who you become the the quote that you sent like the major value in life is not what you get the major value in life is what you become yes and really that's that can be one of those phrases that can be a little discouraging can be. Um, because we always want some kind of a reward for what we're doing. Um, but a lot of times the work that we put in, we're not going to see the fruits until later on. And it, it's sometimes hard to push, push through to get to that point where you finally do see the value in where you came from. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're all growing, we're all learning new things. Um, do you have any advice for someone who is kind of stuck in a rut that they, they were, they did feel like they were progressing, but now they feel kind of stuck. Plateaued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is advice for myself is, seek out communities and mentors to, you know, people that you, yeah, just put yourself in situations where you can learn from someone else. The, there, there's just so much value in, okay, I've hit a plateau. Now who, who can, who can I learn from, um, going forward? And that's, that's a principle that I'm trying to embrace more. Whereas I've, you know, my history has been, you know, doing, doing things by myself and think, believing I have to do things by myself when in reality, you know, you, you get further with who you, who you bring along with you and who, who you surround yourself with too. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my biggest um, piece of advice for, you know, feeling stuck, plateauing, look to somebody that, you know, is down to earth and is going to, you know, they show grace to themselves and then, you know, therefore you can, you know, get a glimpse at to what their journey was like to have that sort of mindset. Mm-hmm. So I think the being kind to yourself is, is really important on, yeah. uh, on any learning journey. One thing though is that I I tried to like rework in my head is even though I do see the end result on people's social media or on YouTube or um, on any any platform, if I see someone's journey, like I see the end of the journey, um, that shouldn't be something that'll discourage me. Um, it should be a way to kind of give myself confidence that those things are possible because that person's human um, and they have similar limitations that I have. Um, and so I should be able to reach those, those heights as well. Um, of course there's, there's other factors that can go into that as well. Like 
I mean, I am six six, so I'm tall, um, but I'm not going to be a professional basketball player. Um, I'm a little too old for that, but I know that I can still uh, push myself and push my body to to grow and to have the strength that I that I need to to live healthier and to live longer. Um, and seeing, I, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who do watch sports, they have that, that like fantasy that like that could be them in that sport. Um, and a lot of people do get discouraged. Like I'll never be like them. Um, but it shouldn't pull you down because even if you don't get to that height, you can still get to a point higher than where you're at currently. Um, so I, I've been trying to like teach myself to see people who have accomplished great things to not discourage me, but to motivate me to, um, to push myself to, to grow and to learn and to get higher than where I am now. Yeah. And I'd say giving, giving yourself, um, aware, like being conscious of, of, or being aware of your own strengths and and not taking the tendency to compare your weakness to other people's strengths. Yeah. And like you said, with limitations, the, Mm -hmm. the, it's, it's only real that you, um, we only have so many genes to work for us mm-hmm. and, and some of those genes don't, don't work for us. And yeah. I, I'd say developing awareness of what, what strengths have I, have I been given by nature of who, who I am. And then, you know, a matter of focusing on, on, okay, how can I enhance those strengths to not to, be better than other people but to just be the best version of who I am mm-hmm. and um, you know as much as we can try to detach from that comparison to others it's it's super hard with with social media but the the better that we can we can do that then it's you know the, the peace of mind of okay I'm if I can be a little better that the principle from Atomic Habits is you improve yourself 1% every day for a year, you become 37 times percent better than than the f- for beginning of the year. That's true. So, yeah. Win, win on your strengths. Yeah. And, yeah, that's – it can be hard, though, still. It to, is hard, yeah. To keep that mindset. So, yeah, just learning – Learning to embrace the journey of learning is is important and not not feeling like you have to be at 100% from the very beginning. Um, and that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that uh, probably the most important thing about building your confidence for, for me, like what I've what I've experienced is constantly learning new things is the more I read, the more I um, learn about different things in the world, the more confidence it gives me 
um, especially when it comes up in conversations and I can speak to it and I can speak to it. Yeah. I can, I can be like, Oh, I know what you're talking about. And I can add my two cents to that conversation. Um, things like that will always bring you confidence and learning knowledge is power. We've learned that since we're kids and it is very true that the more, you know, the more you can grow. And it's the immersion, the mm-hmm. immer- immersing yourself in that um, as as often as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage everyone. I'm talking to myself as well and to you yeah, to always try to learn new things and to keep your mind open um, because you never know what this new information, where it will take you. Um so I hope that we can we can continue doing that, and I and I hope that we can open up some new um, parts of your mind to to learn new things here with uh, us at Zappable, and um, and bring bring value uh, to you, and we want you guys to bring value to us as well. Um, and the way how, that you, how can they do that? <laughs> and the way that you guys can bring value to us is by leaving a comment, any question, things you want us to talk about, um, something about today's episode, like that that made you uh, open your eyes a little wider. Um, just any anything that comes to your mind, we want to hear about it, and we'll be able to answer those questions in a later episode. And we just want to keep our continue, continuous journey of learning and becoming better and, or to be becoming our better selves. And, uh, um, and yeah, so any, any last things you want to add to this conversation, Brandon, before we, before we sign off? Yeah. Give Dallin's how Jeremy is it videos, likes and comments, and then put, uh, suggestions for what things he should swab in public yeah definitely we we love our how Jeremy series of videos and we love your guys' suggestions and we we've made some really great content based on those suggestions so keep them coming um but yeah thanks uh for this conversation today brandon i learned a lot and i hope that i can keep building my confidence keep going yeah Yeah. exactly um but thank you guys for listening and watching and we will catch you on the next episode of zappable